0: I'm filmmaker Brian Rupert, you're listening to Reviewing History, the comedy history movie podcast. I'm here with... Steven Badagliacco. And... Anthony Galati. Hi. And uh, today we're watching Steve's Choice for uh, the first round of our movie watching series. Uh, and Steve, what did you pick? I picked Platoon. And why? Any reason? No reason. I, I, you said you never seen it before. I have never seen Platoon. And that
1: upset me, and I'm like, now I'm going to pick Platoon for our, our movie I'm actually shocked. You've
2: never
0: seen Platoon. I had never until seen Platoon. Until time, yeah, no. exactly. Right? I, th- <laughs> I think it's the only one of the big Vietnam movies of that time that I didn't see. Because, uh-huh. you know, you have the big, tri- like, mm-hmm. well, th- not trilogy, but, like, the three movies. You've got three- Apocalypse right. Now, um, Full Metal full Jacket, metal jacket yeah. and, and this, and this okay. one. Those are, yeah, but there's
2: plenty of Vietnam movies, and they all follow the same kind of uh, tropes.
1: Yeah, you know, Thin Red Line.
2: And this one, I think, well, you know, of those three, those three movies that you just named are very different. We Were Soldiers. They are. All three of them. But. They have similarities. They have similarities. Especially thematically. But like, you know what? I always think of f- the Forrest Gump version of Vietnam <laughs> as like the most cliche. You know, like you can come in and it's fucking Creedence Clearwater playing. You have to have that. But (laughs) Platoon doesn't have that. No, No, Platoon. It
0: does have another one of those songs. It has one. The soundtrack sucks
2: in Platoon. Mm. It's fucking sad, morbid music (laughs) and White Rabbit.
0: White Rabbit, which is another one of the songs you hear from that time period all the time. Yes.
2: But all of those other movies have great contemporary music. Whereas Platoon, I think, on purpose doesn't have it. It's also the the latest one I mean, it of doesn't, those three. It doesn't have bird is the word. So right. really, you don't what have, the you fuck don't, are we even don't doing? don't have surfing bird. <laughs> while we're watching this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, just real quick, I have seen
0: Platoon a handful of times, not many. Mm-hmm. I don't love this movie. I'm going to be honest. I did not like Platoon. You didn't like it at all? I, can, I don't know if I will ever rewatch it. it. It was not the type of movie that I like where I understand why people like it and it's definitely technically good but the type of movies I like especially in this type of genre I like a specific task or goal where like characters have to do x thing mm-hmm. you know and this is more meandering mm-hmm. and like the, it's more of a philosophical style movie like that right. where I prefer the characters are trying to do x thing
1: I have a love and hate relationship with this movie. There's parts that I think are fantastic and there's parts that I'm like, nah, this is shit. I actually
2: think of all the Vietnam movies I've seen, it portrays um, the tactics of the American side the best. Agreed. And and most um, realistic. Agreed. But beyond that, it's, it's a very... It's stylistically weird. And
1: it... Not so much. It has an agenda. Um, I, I thought one. that too until I rewatched it and I was like, wait a minute. I, I think we'll get into it, but I think we're whenever, a little mistaken. Whenever, whenever you bring this movie up to people
2: like in conversation and people talking mm-hmm. about Platoon, you go, oh, I watched Platoon the other day. Somebody's going to say, great movie. Great movie. Usually, yeah. It and, best then, picture. and then yeah, you want to like talk to them about it and they can't remember anything from it.
1: You right, know? right.
2: At least, like I—that's how I, I told people uh, that I work with. Like, yeah, hey, I'm, I'm watching Platoon today. And they all go, "Oh, that's great." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. You remember this part? This part? No, they don't remember right. Right. shit. It's kind of forgettable. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it it's very
0: hollow. That's how I felt watching. Um the, They just
2: know it's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it has a reputation. Uh, one of the big things in the movie that's spoken about all the time is that. This is the first Hollywood movie directed by, uh, not World War II, by a Vietnam veteran Mm -hmm. about the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty cool thing. And I think that's why you get, like you said, the most realistic version of the tactics used at that time. Another thing that is cool is a filmmaking note. Oliver Stone, who directed this, put the cast, the entire cast, through a grueling boot camp before they shot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, they went through the full military training. They got, like, a complete military instructor. They went through a boot camp. And the way they shot the movie is unusual because they shot chronologically. Like in the way things play out in the movie, the way way things play out in the movie. And the reason I like that the reason they did that is because the guys bonded together during boot camp. Mm -hmm. And when someone would die and they were lost, they're no longer on set, they're no longer on set, and they would miss that person. I see. And that is why they filmed it that way.
1: Mm -hmm. It's brilliant.
0: So that is a rare thing to see in a movie because usually it's shot out of sequence, Mm -hmm. you know, depending on different factors. But this is, uh, you know.
1: It's brilliant because I think that when you do lose those characters in this movie, and you do lose quite a few, the emotions that these actors are play are portraying really are spot on. Mm-hmm. There's a reason it won Best Picture, and like you there's can a tell, there's pain behind
0: some of their their performance there. This may be one of the greatest casts ever assembled in a movie. Yeah. Yes. It is nothing but fucking great actors. Throughout the entire picture
2: Heavy hitters Yeah you got heavy hitters Like the guy who played Iggy Koopa In Super Mario Bros (laughs) (laughs) You've got the guy who played old Jake Sisko uh, in that one episode of Deep Space Nine, The Visitor. Tony heavy Todd, hitters. Yeah. Heavy hitters. Hey, hey,
0: Tony Todd was the fucking candy man. You show him, you show Tony Todd some goddamn fucking respect. He was the candy man. He played Death uh, in a Final Destination. Even though he's not really Death, he's just like a weird oh undertaker. God. But Tony so Todd's dope. the man, all right? He's in a lot of Star Trek episodes. I, I yeah. never,
1: uh, I never realized Johnny Depp was in this until now i didn't know johnny Depp was in it until Until the credits yes oh
0: so you missed him in the movie didn't see him
1: (laughs) he was in it yeah he was in it he was was so young you didn't notice and he's he's there he's prevalent charlie sheen's best performance easily
0: yeah without a doubt yeah yeah grandma you know what the problem was with the war we What's didn't that? do enough winning, duh. Tiger uh, blood. Tiger blood. Uh, I have AIDS. But yeah. So <laughs> this movie, uh...
2: transsexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
1: <laughs> no. Was it? Was it that? Yeah, that's what he did. Did uh, he say that? I believe so. He admitted to, to blowing uh, a. Trend. I really hope you're so mistaken. in I that. Could, this like, is all
2: allegedly it's just BS. This is something I remember
0: hearing on the radio. Yes. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's let's, uh, let's jump into the film here. All right. So it's. Uh, Nineteen sixty-seven, mm-hmm. right? Is it sixty-seven or sixty-eight? No, it's not sixty. It's sixty-eight later because I know it's New Year's Eve, nineteen sixty-eight later. Right. Yes. And we see the body bags in Nam as Charlie Sheen. I think the character's name is Jake Taylor. Mm-hmm. Is it's uh, not Jake. It's Chris. Chris Taylor. Sorry, uh, and he is entering uh, Nam, and he enlisted, as we find out later. The yeah, he volunteered.
2: Thing, literally, the first thing we see is, is body bags. Yep. Yeah. We know where this movie's going. Yeah. It's not Korean's Clearwater. Yeah. It's not fun. <laughs> it's not the doors. This is, like harsh, a, this now. is a harsh reality yeah. of, of I war. Am
1: reality. Exactly. And he volunteered for this. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's one thing I wanted to bring up
2: before we go any further. This movie does a great job of perpetuating ridiculous boomer hippie myths. Like what? Like the draft. They have you believe that. Charlie Sheen is the only guy ever to volunteer for the Vietnam War. When no, in, reality, in, in his
1: platoon, he's the only
2: reality, guy. In reality, yeah. volunteers outnumbered soldiers, and drafted men in Vietnam, four to one. Really? Wow. That yes. I didn't That's know. That's interesting. Yes. That is interesting. Be, you know, Oliver Stone has his own little thing he wants yeah, well,
1: to Olive, show. And but it's, not, it's also possible that all these people in the platoon, the, the grunts... We're mm. not volunteers. It's not right. possible. Well, that's the thing. It's like they wanted to show that it's it's poor people, and but they don't they, mention that. They don't say that they're all. Yeah, uh, they're. no, they don't. Yeah, they have this whole little yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Where he says he says most of the people here in his that's platoon. A rich
2: guy talking. rich only a rich guy would come here to act like a poor guy. But yes. that's only
1: like the three people in his platoon. Like they don't they don't outright say it, but there is an agenda. Who are we with in the movie? We're with his platoon. They're they're,
0: representing the American military for the whole thing. Yes, you're meant to get attached to those guys, and they represent Mm -hmm. the entire war. But the interesting thing is that Charlie Sheen, Chris, represents um, Oliver Stone, and Mm -hmm.
2: Oliver Stone. Who am I to to say you know what he saw and what he did? Oliver Stone enlisted. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah! Like he's, he's a, volunteer. a volunteer. He is a volunteer, <laughs> and his
0: motivations are exactly the same right. as you and know Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen. Right, he's where there for glory. His parents were his grandparents, mm-hmm. his parents. He wants to follow in that lineage and represent the country in war. And of course, Vietnam has this whole—I um,
2: I don't want to call it mythology—behind it of like America's innocence being lost and everything. And I agree with that. Yeah, I get I, that. He he has very old school uh, ideals for coming there you know i want to do my part right like my father served in world war ii my Mm -hmm. grandfather in world war one i want to do
0: yeah it's just it's a different type of war than america usually has fought right with the exception of korea which is kind of similar even that is that's still more traditional even that
2: is is a foreign power um well not so much foreign power but but like it's a civil war that america's gotten itself involved in in korea yes and vietnam has this whole thing of decolonization in america itself is a decolonized country yes you know so you have to you have to say to yourself are we here on behalf of the french you know <laughs> they they've left so now what are we doing here like is it the, the domino theory is it real do, do we know Every everything's vague and it's a quagmire you know
0: like in hindsight Like mm. we look at it Through 2020 20 eyes Yes You know And we have the benefit Of being like mm. You know it was a mistake We never should have been there But right. you know There's no way to know How things play out If we don't get involved mm. And like What the domino effect Of that is Right So it's like It's easy for us to play Armchair quarterback sure. now, yeah, Looking yeah, it's back a at it hindsight We can only look at What happened mm-hmm. You know We can't do You right. know X, Y, and Z Could have changed this Sure In a future episode Maybe we could do revisionist history <laughs> shit and have fun with that. But you know, that's yeah. not what this is. Right. Mm-hmm. Um so uh they tra we see the body bags, we're introduced to Charlie Sheen. they they do some jungle traveling, which looks like it fucking sucks.
2: Oh, and they're just walking around. Yeah.
0: They're just walking through the jungle, they have to cut the fucking leaves right. and shit. So
2: after you know a few we're in nineteen sixty eight so the war's been going on for four years now. Uh, three years, three years now. So, America's new tactic essentially is the search and destroy missions. So, the VC, like, uh, I don't know if people today, like, that haven't looked into this realize what was happening then. Like, you have this North Vietnamese government. That is supplying and sending insurgents into South so,
0: Vietnam. So, r- real quick, because you bring this up. Mm-hmm. Should we give a background on the war for maybe people that aren't involved, that don't know? Like, kind of just a brief uh, Very briefly, I mean, yeah. the Fr- it's, Vietnam was a
2: French colony as part of French Indochina. They, when the Japanese invaded in World War II, uh, the Vietnamese rose up against them and formed the Viet Minh, which were a guerrilla... Fighting force that was supplied by the CIA and the Allies. And when the Japanese were gone, they didn't stop fighting. So they, now the French tried to come back in and they became the Viet Cong. They got communist ideology and they wanted to fight the French. So the French fought them throughout the 50s, left. And now the Americans are here just so that the communists don't take over the whole country. We also have a, Catholic, a brutally Catholic dictator in the mix there, but the CIA murdered him long before this movie begins, so we're not even gonna bring that up. Okay. <laughs> no- <laughs> I was I was not aware about the Catholic dictator. Oh uh, yeah, nom dim diep. Was he South? Yeah. He he the 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 South was not a true democracy. Like, it was okay. taken over by this guy and his family. Okay.
0: So <laughs> it, he, was, it was a dictator against communists. Well, he's gone now. Well, They've killed him. Well, I'm saying him. initially. Yeah. <laughs> and we killed him. We're like, yeah, it's democracy versus communism now. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of.
1: <laughs> sure.
0: It's, <laughs> it's a mess. Okay.
1: So, anyway. Do you think they were just sitting in a room with CIA guys and like, what if we just, just killed them? What do you think will happen? And they would do, they were just debating about it, and then they're like, "We don't know what will happen, but you know what? Let's just let's just roll the dice." It's it had been
2: a decade <laughs> of escalation, like with Kennedy sending in guys, and and now we got LBJ and Nixon. Like it, it just it, it's, it's it was turning into like almost a multi generational. Yeah, just getting more and more. They have surges. They <laughs> they won't bomb things. They do bomb things. They <laughs> invade Cambodia illegally. The <laughs> All right, so (laughs) there's this thing called the Ho Chi Minh Trail. Okay, I've Um, heard of this. The VC are moving through the Ho Chi Minh Trail, which is a network of uh, trails. Interconnected tunnels. And tunnels and tunnel systems (laughs) that go through Cambodia and Laos, which are not involved in this conflict officially, so the American government can't send troops in there. So they sneak into the country through the jungle that way, And we'll build these gigantic tunnel systems in the middle of the wilderness. And the American tactic now is to find these things, infiltrate them, and blow them up. Uh, Which they
0: do in the movie. Which is what they do in the movie, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're introduced to Willem Dafoe. Yes. He says to Charlie Sheen, he says, hello, my dear. (laughs) 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 Finish it. (laughs) He says, we can build or we can destroy. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Keith David, we meet him. Who's that? Keith David is um, the black dude in The Thing. He has the awesome voice. Oh, oh, yeah, ass to ass. Ass to ass guy, yeah. (laughs) He's awesome. Uh... (laughs) Tony Todd as you said John C. McGinley
2: Yes He's uh, great I, I love his character He's awesome He's such a prick Yes
0: I don't know I don't got a good feeling About this Bob Yeah <laughs> He's a great actor Love yes. him on Scrubs uh, We get a Johnny Cash Needle drop What? What? They play Johnny Cash They do? Yeah I don't remember They play Johnny Cash As they're uh, walking Through the, uh, the jungle it's like the first like kind of montagey scene. Okay. I don't remember that. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's there. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people. A ton.
0: Great cast. Kevin Dillon. And wh- of
2: course, uh yeah, you know, who played uh Barnes. Oh, uh Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger.
0: Mm-hmm. He is the star of the movie. Great performance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um <laughs> they they say the line a grunt can take anything. Yeah.
1: Grunt could take anything. Well, this is the, the part where he's like sitting in the, the rainy Jungle, right? And it's like this yeah. is why they're grunts; they could take anything, and they're all. Yeah. He says they're all like the poorest the people. Best. So he he says they're the poorest people, mm-hmm. which they're poor kids. Sure, I mean, that, and that's, that's who drafties are. That's yeah, pretty that's damn correct. Accurate. Yeah, but
2: it's it's definitely my problem is with that it's it's portrayed that it's all drafties and it's not and that's, that's I will a, that is a myth that has followed this conflict mm. for decades now.
0: I will tell you you blew my mind with that 4 to 1 stat because mm-hmm. I never knew that. I assumed right. I would have assumed it was the other way. Right. Right? Cuz mm-hmm. that's how yeah. we're led to yeah. believe it through pop culture mm-hmm. with um you know all you see about Vietnam is the protests at yes. home yeah, right. and you you're like who the fuck is signing up for this, mm-hmm. you know? And that's you know
2: it, it I I think the the portrayal of, of the 60s and, and everything now is so mythologized. It, it's become mm-hmm. like our national founding myth at this point. Keep in mind, this is the middle of the civil rights movement and all kinds of things attached to that. And it's like... So there's a split they, between the country. Our pop culture and, and our, our selective memory has made good guys and bad guys of the time. hmm And well. the war hawks and the people that... Are you know in charge of the war and who would volunteer have have been portrayed as the bad guys since the seventies? Yeah, know? basically. And that's just the way things are now. What for good or bad?
0: And that is definitely um, like uh, like that war hawk and dove kind of mentality, mm-hmm. the good guys and bad guys, has definitely like permeated it's painted throughout everything. all pop culture and yeah, everything. Right. You know, like
2: you're not gonna get a depiction of this war that is not going to pick a side, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well the I don't think we've like, had a movie or, or, or any, any, like we, we haven't had a movie that's far enough
0: away from it to
2: be dispassionate.
1: Yeah.
2: You know what
0: I mean? Do you think you could make a movie that is pro-nom war today? Do you think you could even do I'm not it?
2: even saying pro. I just dispassionate.
0: Guys, I this do, is I what do, happened. This
2: is what happened. It, hey, we're not far enough away from it yet. Mm. Do you think it's a coping like, mechanism because of the end of the war? Yeah.
0: Because yeah, of how it, it, it happened? It's so ugly.
2: If I made a movie about Genghis Khan, you
0: yeah. know,
2: I could do anything I want and nobody would give a shit, mm-hmm. you know? But if you I get made John
0: it, Wayne to play him. I could get John Wayne <laughs> to play him, you know? <laughs> Genghis Khan
2: is the biggest mass murderer in human history, you know? And if I made a movie in... I thought Stalin is the record. No, it's no, Stalin be is the record. Or Paul Pott. Maybe, no. maybe numbers-wise, but not uh, proportion-wise,
1: as to population. Okay. You know, like, the, the Mongols killed, like, a, f- a crazy amount of people. Genghis Khan the- killed enough people that changed the carbon footprint on Earth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, um, that's insane. <laughs> like, I made a movie about Genghis Khan in
2: 1270... There's going to be a lot more passions about it. They're also going to be like, what the fuck is this?
0: He's a wizard. It's 1270. I shit out a window. Right.
2: There's still people alive that remember Hitler. Imagine if I made the fucking movie about, you know, the Nazis building the Autobahn. You know. Yeah. <laughs> it could make downfall, though. The downfall is fucking great. Yeah, it's awesome, but do you, do you think that's a a pro Nazi movie? I don't no, think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, the anyway, back to platoon. The the movie starts he arrives in country and he's immediately brushed off as a like Almost like a uh, replacement or a new guy. They don't want to
1: know him. Yeah. Well, he specifically says the new guys have no value because they're not experienced enough right off the bat. So right. you're he, better, he, you're off, better off dead. Yeah. They
2: want you to die right away so you don't have to suffer through the war. Mm. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, we all know, we've all seen uh, Band of Brothers, right? No. You never saw Band of Brothers? No. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, you remember the replacements episodes when the new guys come in
0: and they're just like, oh. I don't even want to know your name. You yeah. When people have been through shit for a long time, mm-hmm. new people joining, you have to prove yourself. Sure. It's, nobody likes that. Whether it's sports teams, mm-hmm. anything. You want people to cut their teeth and prove their worth.
2: And they have that great mm-hmm. moment in this movie with, uh, uh, what was what's his name? Taylor's dead. Taylor got shot. This is Chris. You remember? And that was, that was his new baptism as one of mm-hmm. them. Yes, it's hurt, yes, yes. Uh, even though he got, got killed.
0: <laughs> it wasn't his fault, No You don't think so No It wasn't his fault It wasn't his fault The guy was sleeping on his watch It was him and the black dude Junior Junior Junior. They switched off
1: It was Junior's turn to watch And Junior fell asleep And then Junior blamed him But
2: Barnes He did watch
1: the guys Come up to them Without doing anything He was too scared He didn't have a gun Oh, I didn't mi- I Junior yeah. that. Junior had the gun, so he was l- the closest gun was far away. If he moved, he, he was getting get shot. It, yes. mm-hmm. If he and This is right in the beginning, so we're kind of like right. It's there. very yes. tense. Yeah. It's a great scene. Also, yeah. he's also looking at the charge because if he can get the charge, he could set it off, but he still has to move. Mhm. So if he moves, he's, he's, dead. he's dead. Right. Yeah. So he's he has to make a choice like what fault. do I do? Yeah.
2: Right. And uh we see pretty quickly that there's a f- there's two factions within the platoon. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You've got the Barnes people and the Elias people.
1: Yeah. Yes, and that is that is the entire point of the movie. Yes, is these two
0: factions. Yes, mm-hmm. it's in, the movie is like like I said, it's not the type of thing I like, especially in a movie like this where characters are trying to. I'm accomplish- this more the more
2: we talk about it. By yeah. the way, I just want to. Point
0: it's that. talking <laughs> about it I, is making it a little better. You're gonna like it way more but later on. It's like <laughs> you have this. Like, it's more of the um, ideological battle between Barnes and uh, Elias fighting for Charlie Sheen's soul. Which I think you have to... That's what the movie's really about. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, as far as their mission goes, it's never clear, like, they have to get to this point to do this thing.
2: Well, there was actually a point in the Vietnam War where uh, it was a war of attrition on purpose. Like, they literally were counting bodies. Like, how many guys did you kill? Mm -hmm. we're going to take a number count of that, and that's how we'll decide if we're doing well or not. You know? Mm -hmm. so And this led to, you know, the Melee Massacre, which is what the movie is kind of referencing. Well, this is... I thought...
1: um, Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Because there's an entire VC battalion north of them, that they're just supposed to encounter them just to hold them off because their supply lines are behind them. I thought that was their main purpose, was to just scout the area for VC because they have to protect their lines. But that's the whole war. That's the whole war, yes, they're, exactly. They're walking so they do have a reason yeah. to be there. The VC are smuggling shit into the country and
2: it's like, we are going to walk around and see what we run yes. into. Yeah.
1: And now, I think yeah. it's also important to, to specify because some people might not know why it's called platoon and why you have this division. Because I don't, I don't think it's very clear to a lot of people that what a, pl- a platoon might be It's actually different squads. Yeah. So when you think of like military structure, your platoon is different squads. So you have the Barnes squad and you have the Elias squad. Right. Barnes and Elias- Are both sergeants. Are both sergeants who their influence influences the people under them. And they have the lieutenant who's a dipshit. Who's a dipshit. Well, he's not a dipshit. He's He's just a weak weak man. He's a weak man. So the people who are actually in charge- Are the sergeants. Are the sergeants. Right. So when you think of- fighting for Charlie Sheen's or, you know, his Taylor soul. soul. It's actually, he, which squad was he part of? I believe he was part of Barnes. Well, they, they kind of worked in yeah, conjunction with each other. They do. They don't but really say You could trade exactly. off people from squads, but he was on the Barnes's squad when he had Junior fall asleep.
0: He yeah, was on Barnes' he's squad He's on Barnes' squad early Then he gets in He gets Jun- shot Well, Junior falls asleep There's bugs everywhere It looks like hell He gets shot Yeah, he gets shot He
1: comes back And he's put into
0: well, Elias' bef- squad Well, first let's go to Them on base Okay yeah. After he gets shot <laughs> mm-hmm. So then they start Doing drugs and stuff And they're smoking I, I, Is it opium? Well, no, uh, this is because He got shot Yeah Yeah. yeah so so after he, they is. get shot He goes to Elias' squad
2: well, he... Le- somebody dies. One of them dies. One of them, dies. One of them dies, gets killed. Yeah. And then he goes... Like, it just warps. He go, he's been to the hospital and he's come back. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, they kind of respect him because he got shot. Mm-hmm. And he gets taken under the wing of Elias's guys. They bring him into that room and that's when we hear White Rabbit. And, and they start doing mm-hmm. drugs. Right. Is
0: it opium? I don't know. No, it, it's, it's opium. It's, it's pod. Opium. It's a whatever. It's opium and pot. Okay. Yeah. So a fun little tidbit is Willem Dafoe said that when they were trying to do that scene, they wanted to get really high mm-hmm. because they thought it would make the scene better. So before it started, they did a bunch of drugs. <laughs> and then when the scene started, they were, like, too fucked up <laughs> to actually, like, do anything. And he's like, it was a big mistake. That's funny.
1: I like hearing stuff like that about films. Yeah. Like it, it It really... Puts into perspective what these guys are thinking, <laughs> filming this thing. Like they went through boot camp. Now it's like we're just going to do drugs now. <laughs> and I, I, think this. That's the first. T- that's not the first time an Oliver Stone set actually had narcotics. Natural born killers. They did a bunch of mushrooms. That is not shocking. Not shocking at all. No. But it's just he's he's okay with that. That's interesting.
2: And JFK, they were all
1: doing whippets.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> they took the whip it's back into the left yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah now he's he's doing drugs with these party guys and they're singing and dancing and at the same time the lieutenant goes into the other camp right yes and they see the other side which is them playing cards drinking and, wow. ha- and what you say not to be Jewish and I, I yeah. love Lawrence this that's hysterical <laughs> I love these two scenes because it shows they're the exact same Opposite. people no they're the exact same people no, they're not. Yes, they are. They're just showing they have different vices. Uh. Oh. This is why the movie is so great, because they are the exact same team. Uh-huh. They just have different vices. Right. Some people like to drink and, and play cards and gamble. Other people like to do opium, smoke weed, and listen to music and dance. But realistically, Some people are rapists later, though. Some people are rapists. <laughs> Mind That's you. That's the divide. That not, not only that, but... Elias's people took part in that, too. Yeah. So, they're all rapists. Which side was Bunny on?
0: Bunny's Bunny, Barnes. Bunny's Barnes. <laughs>
1: Bunny's Barnes cleared clearly. Yeah. He's a psychopath. the whole fucking village, man. He's a psychopath.
0: So, um, so, the next time they get into the fray after this is New Year's Day in 1968, mm-hmm. which is actually a big day in the uh, war. Is that the Tet Offensive? It's the start of it. So there was supposed to That's be... That's Tet? So hold on. Tet's a holiday. This is right before. So it was traditionally, there had been a ceasefire on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like on Tet, right? And they were expecting another ceasefire at that time period because it had been agreed upon. And the Americans were actually ambushed on New Year's Day in 1968.
2: The Tet Offensive was every VC unit in South Vietnam attacked American positions at the same time, and they got their asses whooped. <laughs> but that didn't matter because the initial they attacked the embassy in Saigon and they blew a big hole in it with a rocket launcher, and uh, all of the reports coming out of there were like the embassy is falling, everyone's dying. So the <laughs> the media went on like Walter Cronkite goes on and says the war is unwinnable. And this painted the whole thing badly. Yep. Like it was bad reports, and the public. Like that's when the public finally. That lost was when all the, support for. The, that was when
0: the media really started pouring it on about the war, mm-hmm. and I saw a thing. Seventy percent of the nightly news coverage at the time was about how Vietnam is like a fucked up failure. It's unwinnable.
1: Yep. Yeah. Do you think if that news coverage doesn't happen? That the war th- continues th- in a better route.
0: I think if you have an Abraham Lincoln style like tyrant as president who's just gonna <laughs> You're going to very confuse everyone listening to this with that statement. Oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> Everyone's I know, like, I know what, what? you mean. <laughs> so so Abraham Lincoln obviously
0: is a great man in many aspects, but in order to win the Civil War, he actually like stopped the press from reporting. He arrested some of them without trial. Yeah, like he was a t- yeah, tyrant when it came to so the he, handling of the yeah. press, no doubt about it, cannot be defended. Agreed. Whether like he was morally right for trying to end slavery and all that, however, morally unequivocally wrong to lock up the press <laughs> to uh, just because
1: they were saying bad things, about they em. were
0: they were reporting what was happening, because yep. <laughs> yep. he didn't yep, like yep, what yep. they were saying, he locked up reporters. But I think if you have a sto- a guy, like let's say you have a guy like that stopping the media reports. Mm-hmm. I think you still end up coming to some sort of quagmire or stalemate at best. Okay, well, I think that's if, my personal opinion. I, I think um, we're doing revisionist shit though now. True. Um, oh, now, yeah. Now we're true. speculating. True. I,
2: I, I think you're right. Um, I don't think you were ever going to bomb them into submission. No. You know, mm-hmm. if you wanted to win that kind of war, it requires a level of violence that is just so unprecedented. Well, that's the that's yeah. the
0: thing with Barnes, right? So like, right. yep. so like, Barnes is representing how you could possibly win this war, which is to go full savage, lose all humanity, mm-hmm. and basically just butcher every single living human being in your path. You make them fear you, and that is the only yeah. possible way you could really do win something like that. But at that point, you what? are Barnes. You're yes. just a fucking mm-hmm. monster. Right. Yes. What do you What do you have left? You have no humanity left. Exactly.
1: There's a There's a
2: famous. Uh, Quote from the ancient world that the the Romans leave a desert and call it peace, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's that's what they they just destroy and yes remove everything. Mm
0: -hmm. And like I understand the Barnes mindset, and like this is my philosophy with anything. If you're doing something, you have to throw every fucking thing possible mm-hmm. at it. Yeah. So like if you carry that through to war, you should not hold anything back. Go full scorched earth and like it's f- and like with But then America would lose its soul. America would lose its soul and right. that's why personally I don't think they should have been in NAM. Mm-hmm. But Right. Like <laughs> if you're doing it then do you got to okay. just fucking bite the bullet and do it. Like you the, gotta the half, or...
2: the half measure is useless. The United States fought. Uh, we talked about the Patriot a few weeks ago. The, the Americans fought Vietnam like the British fought, fucking the American Revolution. Yes, the same way. You can't fight kind wars. They were tr- they were trying to win the hearts and minds at while at the same time, you know, winning a war, doing
1: fucking horrendous shit. When you <laughs> think when you think about like the Barnes- Mindset, like you said, how you understand it. I think everybody can understand that. But then you look at the Elias mindset where it's like, no, we have to actually win the hearts and minds and be nice. And then look what happened to him.
2: Well, he's betrayed by his own
1: guys. Yeah. By his own Uh, guy. Kind of, yeah. Kind of, he got shot. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he died in a hail of bullets. (laughs) I think that's the point. (laughs) Let's
0: continue then. Um, Okay, so on New Year's uh, Day, 1968, Uh, The truce was going to end in six hours, and the VC did a sneak attack on 2,500 people and killed a bunch of people. We ended up coming out okay on that, but Oliver Stone was in that event. He was in that event. This is what started the Tet Offensive, Mm -hmm. and this is in the aftermath. When Oliver Stone came back to the U.S., he was confused that the New Year's attack received no media coverage. Hmm. He thought it was going to be like the biggest deal, like they broke right. this truce and stuff, and mm-hmm. nobody gave a flying fuck about it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, people
0: were sick of the war already. Mm-hmm. And well, then they started running with the other um, narrative. The main offense. The, T- the Tet Offensive is a
2: giant thing that people you know, know yes. about.
0: But the <laughs> but- ambush you see in the movie did happen in real life. Mm-hmm. Like that is factually correct. Right. Hmm. Uh, so the next big thing is they go to the village after that. Well, yeah. you're skipping something. What am I skipping? So they find that bunker. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's all
2: booby-trapped. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: And Manny
2: and Sal, they get it. They bite the bullet. Yeah. Manny, they they mutilate him and, you know, stick him to a tree. Yes, uh, you're right. Mm-hmm. And that is
1: why they're so pissed off.
0: That, is that yeah. when they go fire in the hole and they throw the grenade in the... Yes
1: yeah trap yeah, yeah 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 so they they find a bunch of maps in this little like bunker, don't And Elias, maps Elias jumps is down into the tunnels and is hunting in the tunnels by yes, himself, which right. is a badass move tunnel ramp. badass move, not so much for a leader can i can I tell a quick story? it depends because I think I know where the what this story is
2: this. is it about you in a tunnel no. is, you, were you
1: hunting no, it's about my my father in law
2: so my father-in-law is a Vietnam guy and he told me a story. Mm-hmm. When he first arrived in the country, they showed him how to use these bombs. And he said that they advised him and the people he was with never use your teeth to pull the pin out of this particular type of bomb because it has the tendency to go off if you do that. Now I don't know uh exactly what it was. I you know, he he didn't specify. Mm-hmm. So what the when they would find these tunnels, what you would do was you call in engineers, and they mm-hmm. actually do this in the movie. They call Elias says that he like we, we need engineers, we need engineers. Yeah. right? So the engineers come and they're the ones that'll demolish this thing. They'll plant you know all kinds of explosive and, and destroy. Mm-hmm. It. They call they had found a bunker and they called the engineers and he said the engineer comes up. And, you know, it's this guy who had been there forever and thought he knew everything about everything. Oh, no. Walks over to the thing, pulls the pin out with his teeth, and his head explodes. Oh.
1: (laughs) Oh. That's Bruno. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well... Yeah, don't pull out pins yeah. with your teeth. Yeah. So, guys, if, if you come across grenades, Just don't, don't use these. your teeth. Jeez. Don't do it. Don't do it. I wonder if he pulled it with his hand, would it have blown up in his hand, though? I don't know. You I don't know? know how the thing I works. I feel like you're- I feel like This you're, is what he you're, told you're, me. That is a, yeah. you know? a death trap. <laughs> Thank God we produced those. <laughs> so, yeah, they come up to this bunker, and he's like, we he sees a bunch of maps, they pull it up, and the two guys blow up. That is very much true to, to the VC Tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, is, that was, like, spot on when they did this. It's punji sticks. It's fucking mm-hmm.
2: improvised explosives. It's booby-trapping their own dead. Mm-hmm. Like, if they find a dead American, it's probably got a fucking grenade strapped to it yeah. somewhere.
0: Didn't so. they also put bombs on babies and have them yes. run to yeah, Americans? Yeah, shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it, was it was a horrible, horrible fucking yeah.
0: conflict. They yeah. were not fighting with a hand tied behind their backs.
1: No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. And, uh, you know, Elias goes in that tunnel, which wouldn't have happened. He would have called an engineer. No, they go. They did that as shit. They did, but <laughs> it's it's the leader. If uh, yeah. uh, it, it, like you're a sergeant, they're called tunnel rats. You ain't jumping in if you're a sergeant. So uh, so uh,
0: they throw so grenades into the tunnels, blow them up, right. And no. they go to the village. And now it's like we're going
1: to get. Now it's the bad.
0: They time. want vengeance. Yeah. They're very mad.
2: Mm-hmm. And they go to this village, and sure enough, they find
1: caches of Weapon cache. weapons
2: and In the rice,
1: food, and yep.
2: yeah. And this this village has obviously been helping. They've the been Vietcon. helping the VC
1: whether they want to or not.
2: They've right. been helping, and they and the are VC, Then the village elders claim that they were forced to, yeah. which is
0: probably probably true. Is probably true. But to they to also that. had they a lot were, of hiding
1: positions, right? They were—they were all hiding.
0: <laughs> Which and look, I also when you see the way the Americans handle some of the people, particularly the females, yeah, it makes sense. Why you don't lighting. blame them for hiding? Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, hide. Yeah. Don't get raped. Yeah. Don't yeah, get your were, head. Like, I'm sure they do the same thing
2: when
1: the VC comes. If they're being honest, yeah. you know. Right. And the. Uh, this is the main conflict between the two squads.
0: This is when it becomes. This is when it becomes. This is the, becomes, this the, the, the heart of the
2: movie, and yeah. this is. Uh, I believe that they're probably referencing this thing called the Mele Massacre, which is something that really happened. There was this region where uh, it was in April of 1968, so it adds oh, okay. up with the timeline. They were on a search-and-destroy mission like they are in the movie, and they find this village, and it was in an area that was heavily, heavily booby-trapped, and there was a lot of enemy activity. And they, it was called Pinkville. They, they codenamed it. And uh, they went and murdered everyone in this fucking village and there was this guy Ron Ridenauer who came out uh, afterward and exposed it all and he went he to- was a soldier okay. in the he wrote letters to President Nixon and fucking all kinds of different people and he got no response and then finally some kind of like media person contacted him and exposed the whole thing and 14 guys were charged with war crimes Wow. One oh, of them shit. was convicted. He was sentenced to life in prison and paroled after, like, three years. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> three years. For so they just wiped crumbs.
0: out this whole village. Yeah,
1: they did some horrible shit. Yeah. Okay. So, so this actually, uh, this scene isn't too far off from it's that not situation. F-
2: no. Okay. In fact, if anything, it's, it's not as tame. Yeah, it's not, not as more brutal. Tame. Yeah. Yeah. They don't kill everybody. Yeah. They don't rape anybody. They're not allowed to. So they, they're, you know, Charlie Sheen is pissed and he's fucking shooting that guy with one leg and making him dance. So
0: I want to talk about that. That's Mm -hmm. the, Charlie Sheen is going down the Barnes path. They say they
2: loved Barnes that day. Yes. Yes. As the scene begins. Yes.
0: As the moment, at that moment, Charlie Sheen is like, I'm team Barnes. Let's fucking like wipe these people out. Well, he's crying. He's so stressed and panicked yes. and, and angry. that They're horrified.
2: They're
1: scared. They're scared. They don't yeah. know who could, they could trust. They're just, mm-hmm. he's shooting at this guy's feet. And it's just a cripple guy. He's yeah. just yeah. a cripple dude. He, he's, like, not a he's, not a he's not a VC. <laughs> he's not a threat. He's not a VC. He's a farmer. Slow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a, he's, this, he lives with his grandmother, you know, mm. and it's a heartbreaking Bunny scene. Bunny is all about it. Bunny's, Bunny's a sadist. Yeah, he's Bunny is a piece you know? of shit. Bunny's
2: a psychotic motherfucker. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Bunny's
0: like, kill them all.
1: <laughs> yeah. But Bunny probably also came in just as Taylor did, where he's this vanilla, he vanilla like guy. He's a guy who's got problems. <laughs> Now he does. After how long has
0: he been there? Yeah, you know, true. how many people didn't have problems Bunny, that were there? Bunny is Taylor, Chris. If he goes down that path, yes, yes. that's what he is. Yes, mm-hmm. and that's why the two of them are in that scene. And then mm-hmm. there's obviously the rape scene, and he goes, it's, he stops "It stops." So the reason he's able to stop it is because Elias stands up to Barnes. That mm-hmm. one act of courage from Barnes, of, from from, from, Elias. from Elias of standing up to Barnes. Mm-hmm is what gives Charlie Sheen that's his role model Elias was the right. only person who was ever kind to him to mm-hmm. begin with and that's kind of what spurs him on where it's like okay now I have a little well, Charlie Sheen of is my incredibly
2: own. brave in this scene
0: after when he sees those guys the rape yes but it's because he was inspired by Elias mm-hmm. standing up and fighting Barnes Elias
1: catches them too and says get out of there he see afterwards, yeah. well, Charlie Sheen yeah. goes, Charlie She's a she human stops. being. Yeah.
0: What does he say? She's a fucking human being, yes. man. Yeah. You
1: just don't get it. And they're like, You don't belong in num. Right. But that was a mix of Barnes and Elias guys. Well, yes.
0: It's so, only like, Charlie Sheen, they're, they're all about evil. that
2: one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Nah.
0: Oh, what's, what's no. his name? What horrible shit is about? Fucking. <laughs> <that? laughs> what's his name? I don't know. What Corey you're t- Feldman. Oh. <laughs> oh gosh.
1: Yeah, that was oh. uh. ascension Millennium. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> Going down some dark roads here. Do you, do
0: you believe Sheen uh, actually raped Feldman like it's been said? Sheen has said I no. Don't know. I don't know. Corey said. That's tough, yes. man. Obviously. That's tough. Wanna, it's weird, right? I, Corey's yeah. a weird guy. <laughs> and like he does that thing where he keeps like saying he's gonna name people and, and he, he never, never does. does. Yeah, it's
1: mm, it's hard to tell. No
0: comment. Do you on know that. what
2: Corey Feldman's um, biography is called? And I'm not making this up; it's real.
1: What choreography? <laughs> it's Ooh. not
0: a bad title. That's
1: you love puns. Yeah, I feel like you have to read. His that His would now. be
0: antology. Oh. <laughs> Anthology. No, no H. Just antology. <laughs> But there's an H in my name. Oh, my God. We're taking it out. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> antology. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so there's the rape. Obviously, it's horrible.
1: And they, it's, but it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. Charlie Sheen stops it. He stops it. Right. And uh, the higher-ups, say, torch the entire village. Just and the lieutenant's it, there the whole time. burns to the ground. Yeah, he doesn't care anymore. The yeah. lieutenant's a broken man at this point. Mm-hmm. They're yeah, all broken. All of them are broken at this point. Mm-hmm. Besides maybe Elias and, like, Taylor. Right,
0: Tom Berenger, By the way, after the rape, like when they show him, mm-hmm. he looks so badass with like all the scars mm-hmm. and like, no. yeah, he's awesome. John yeah. C. McKinley,
1: um, yes, that actor, yes. Sergeant, I got Red. a bad feeling about Sergeant this. Sergeant Red <laughs> is one of the O'Neal. only oh, Sergeant O'Neill is one of the only guys in there that's also trying to tame everything because when. When Sheen is shooting the gun, when Taylor's shooting the gun, he's like, let's just go. Let's just get out of here. Nothing has to happen. Mm-hmm. Let's just go. Yeah. He's trying to to pull the reins back because as much as he's on Barnes' side- He's a toady. He's just looking for his own- He's watching out for he his own ass. He just wants S. to
0: live. He's yep. watching out for That's his own ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's like, he knows bad shit's happening that day later. Mm-hmm. He wants to get out of there. He's going to be a coward in hide. <laughs> like, he's going to do whatever he has to do. And then, obviously, the cosmic justice for him at the end is... He lives. He lives, and he has he to now promoted. lead, and he, has to, <laughs> and he has to stay. The look on his face when he hears Horror. that at the end, <laughs> you Horror. could just see his soul die. Yep.
1: <laughs> but he's the type of person that's going to get them out and live. <laughs> no, he is. I'm telling you, he is. If he's watching out for his own ass like that, he's not going to get a lot of people <laughs> killed.
0: Then there's another jungle ambush. Mm-hmm. Well, they go back to the base,
2: and Elias opens up. Uh, he tells everyone what's going on. He tells the, the
1: higher-ups. He, he wants yes. to he write wants a an report. Investigation. Yeah. yeah, and he said there, an investigation will happen, and that's when Barnes decides, I have to kill Elias, and his whole squad agrees. Well, not only that, there's that scene where he... Oh, no, that that's after. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. no. He knows he's going to kill Elias right in that moment, mm-hmm. and that's it. He's just waiting for his chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then he does it. Well, they go out on patrol. Well, they have to again. go out on patrol, yeah. yeah. And Elias, they they see what's happening, that this is when the ambush happens. Uh, yes. Right. And there there's a machine gun nest. There's a line of VCs that are leading another platoon into their crossfire. This is a very large attack by the VC. Well, it's, it's a battalion. No, yeah. this, this specific ambush was not. Yeah, well, there's, there's a good amount of them. Not yet.
0: Well, there's the big, big one There's at the, the end, battalion
1: but... that is at the end. Right. What this ambush is trying to do is they're attacking their platoon. Mm-hmm. There's another platoon on their way to meet up with them. Right. And Elias... The VC is trying to catch them in a crossfire. Right. And Elias, Elias sees, this, Elias knows exactly sees what's happening. it and knows this has happened before. Mm-hmm. I got to go stop this. Yes. And I'm going to go by myself. Taylor's like Let me go with you He's like uh uh-uh. uh I move faster alone mm-hmm. And that's when Everybody's like We gotta pull back Barnes is like I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Elias the, He takes his chance And everybody listens And this is when And Elias is, is,
2: is Just mowing down Dudes left and right left He's being right. a
1: fucking just a Badass, badass. Just a badass. <laughs> And then
0: Defoe He's impaled by his own glider <laughs> yes oh Oops.
1: oh
2: if only he had those bombs that turn people into skeletons <laughs> those would sort have of came in handy yeah. right those sort of came in handy so many times through fucking spider-man he never used them he used them once
1: it was
0: prototypes he just didn't have them you know it
1: takes a little while to build them yeah so so this is when barnes takes a shot they meet eye to eye Elias is really happy He gives that smile He gives like a smile like, oh, We're me. good yeah. We're good And exactly. Barnes is like uh-uh. And he just He pops yeah. him in the chest yeah. Yeah. And now Taylor Goes to Doesn't listen And actually goes to Meet up with and them Barnes tells so him. Barnes sees him On the way back And is like He's dead We gotta go Yeah yep. And he's like He's dead And he, he's debating About going But he knows There's a ton of VC On their way And he's like We
0: gotta go If he went Barnes would have Shot him Yes Yes Yeah. Agreed Yes and they
2: get out on the chopper, and this is the famous and, scene,
0: right? And they see
2: this is the coolest scene in
0: the, in, movie, in the movie by far. Tropic Thunder, yeah. Tropic Thunder, yep. Tropic they, Thunder is doing this scene. Yes, they did that in Tropic Thunder. Yes, yeah, the yeah. opening, it's and then they do ridiculous. it at the end yeah. too. When he's being, was oh, that when shot? he has no arms?
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he ben gets shot no like fifty times, <laughs> falls, gets up, gets shot another fifty times, falls, and, and he's still alive. <laughs> it's a look, like It's alive. They see him running. And he's being chased by like fifty dudes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they they get him. They start the, the choppers start hitting yeah. the VC, mm-hmm. but Elias takes a bunch of bullets and falls. It's just too little But too now light. Taylor knows he lied. Right. Yep. And yes. that Barnes tried to kill him. Right. And then we get The base scene. This the bay is probably scene. the most important
2: scene in the movie. And it's the it's like the um I guess like the the moral scene.
0: Where they're talking about killing Barnes. He's talking about life. Mm-hmm.
2: Talking about death. Yeah. I'm talking about life, up. death, heaven, hell. hell heaven. <laughs> 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 well,
1: play the game, Harding. <laughs> they they want to frag him. They want to frag Barnes real right. bad. And and none of them have the balls. To none do of it. them want to. Except Taylor's like I'll, I might make a go at it for my mm-hmm. but. He and Barnes been shot. How many times? We all know about death. We all know about death. <laughs> He's listening to them the whole time. I know y'all love the lies. <laughs> He's listening to them while drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yes. How he got a whole bottle, I don't know. He but, openly like tells them, "Yeah, I killed him. Yeah. Do something yep. about it." He goes because when you the machine do breaks down, we, we break, break down. down. He Barnes knew <laughs> that in order to get to win this war, you gotta eliminate the weak.
0: Nice guy You need You gotta you need, be brutal You need an army of barns yes. To have mm-hmm. a chance to win Yeah And just be the most savage people To yep. like ever walk the planet I well. am real And Taylor tries to go at him He does He, he tries makes to a play. And he makes a play And he gets his ass
1: beat <laughs> Yeah He didn't have a chance No Yeah And the only thing that saved him Was like you're gonna go to jail If this happens right. And he's like oh he's right Let me just What y'all know about death <laughs> Badass line.
2: What Bad a fucking line. cool scene. Line.
1: <laughs> Tom
2: Berenger, What a fucking brutal dude. Yeah. Complete
0: badass in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scars all over his face. He's been shot Honestly, a bunch of times. he's an underrated actor. Whatever happened yeah. to him? What yeah. else was he in? He's in Major League, which I love. Have you ever seen Major League? Is that the
2: Charlie B- Sheen too? Yeah, yes. It is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: They're both in that. Uh, <laughs>
1: he was in the movie Sniper, and there was like five of them. He's sniper in, two, Sniper three, Something Tells Sniper he's Legacy, <laughs> Sniper Assassins End. Oh, there was a Sniper Ultimate Kill. There was a this was in twenty seventeen. Sniper the Revenge. Twenty seventeen. Sniper three D. He's all about being a sniper, apparently. Um, sniper, sniper, sniper Ghost Shooter was twenty sixteen. He just
0: likes being a sniper because he could sit there. You sniper know, harder. Hard. He
1: was also in Gettysburg in nineteen ninety three. Oh, yeah, I know that's he's in Gettysburg. Oh,
0: we're definitely that's, gonna uh, cover
1: that. Yeah, he gods and generals remember that one mm.
0: yeah it's the sequel <laughs> <laughs>
2: um so then
1: where do we go after that uh there's the big final,
2: we battle. Have the final battle
1: they they meet the vc battalion
2: and they get sent out again platoon. and they've been badly depopulated i guess what would you call it they're, they're undermanned now they've lost
1: a bunch oh yeah of... they took a lot of casualties mm-hmm. yeah and they're, they're spread thin they have to uh, bunker down and they have to await the VC assault because there's a whole battalion, and it's only two platoons. By the way, the guy who's overall in command, the guy who calls in the napalm at the end, the old mm-hmm. the general, I guess he is. Uh, he's the general in yeah. Band
2: of Brothers too.
1: Really? Yeah. I don't think no. He's he's not a general. He's a captain.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's good at calling things in. That's he, he's a good uh, upper echelon military guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, we have a lead for you in a comedy. Won't do it. <laughs> Won't do it. Nope. <laughs> I only call shit in. <laughs> Napalm all day. Yeah. Snake and Nate.
1: Pretty so that war. final
0: battle is pretty cool. It's dark. It's dark. It's, it's so it's, dark and it's chaotic. It's
2: confusing. Yeah. We can't really get a uh, grip on what's where. And like it's it's like just... And I imagine that's how that war was. Definitely.
1: You know, yeah. like I liked that tube thing that they sh- they shoot, like put that thing in a tube, shoot it in the air and it uh, floats with a parachute. Oh yeah, 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 It's yeah. like a it's like an artillery shell with a parachute on like it a with a light. Yeah. And a, like, it's a mortar flare kind of. It's how you could see your enemies in the jungle mm-hmm. and they would use that to track people. Yeah, which was, cool. I thought it was really cool because
0: we I, get um obviously the whole platoon is basically wiped out. Basically. John C McGinley he hides hides under, under dead, dead bodies. bodies. Brilliant move.
2: And that, that whole thing with uh, Charlie Sheen, and who's he with? He's with one of the black
1: dudes. Yeah. I don't remember but who. That's, but that's a cool like moment yeah. where they have to yeah. decide to run or not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they stay. Yeah. And Charlie Sheen's character loses his mind, says it's beautiful, and runs into the jungle firing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love that chaos. It's a like, right. it's fucking beautiful! Right. And... He meets up with Barnes. Aaron. Yep. And who is also in a killing frenzy. Meanwhile, the whole thing's about to be overrun by napalm. No, by the VC,
2: VC. and they're yeah. forced to call the napalm in on themselves. Yes. And just stay in your bunker and you'll live. Right. That's it. This is really a dire situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Barnes is about to murder Charlie Sheen. Yep. The explosion <laughs> happens. And Boom. Barnes and. We, we we fast forward to the next morning.
1: Yep. You know, everybody's knocked the fuck out. Everyone's oh. dead. Charlie Sheen T- Taylor wakes up, yeah. and he sees Barnes, who is fucked up. Really he's fucked crawling up. though. He's yeah. crawling. He's, he's, he's still they, alive. He can't kill Barnes. Only Barnes can kill like Barnes. Barnes. Can yeah. kill Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> and then Charlie, Taylor looks at him and does this look like oh oh this is gonna be great? I'm getting my <laughs> revenge. And in that moment, he, he kind of finds- becomes Barnes.
0: Yeah. Well, he needs to in order to kill Barnes, in order right? to live. Mm-hmm. He's also, if you think about it, like metaphysically, he's killing that part of himself. Mm. You know, true? He's killing the Barnes the side of himself, yes. Mm-hmm. He's went full Elias. He's rejecting the war and the brutality. He's killing Barnes. He's right. killing that part of himself. Mm-hmm. And that's what the movie is. Yep. Oh, we, we skipped that
2: whole thing where... Um Jake Cisco gets to go home.
0: To- oh no! He- no, it's uh, Tony Todd dies. King, Tony Todd dies King, King goes home. King goes home. Yeah, Dave- King goes Keith home. David. Right.
2: right. Yeah. But that was like such and a meh. and O'Neill tries to use
1: Elias's shit to get out too. Yes. Yeah. And he's he's, he's just like worm. no.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he's like got a bad feeling. Yeah. yeah. He wants to go.
1: Everybody got to die sometime. Yeah. Everything he says is a, is a great line. Yeah. Everything Bond <laughs> says. It's, it's quotable. <laughs> Every single thing is quotable. And so, that's, that's Platoon. Well, and then he as kills he, Barnes. Well, he kills Barnes, and then gets in a helicopter out, mm-hmm. and the person he was in the, the bunker with stabs himself in the leg. Yes. To get out, too. Oh, yeah. And then he's like, oh, they, they, they see each other. It's not Junior. Junior was killed. Junior
2: fucks up his own feet.
1: Junior was killed anyway. He was pungy, But he that. fucks up his own feet yes. earlier. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this whole thing where they're, everybody knows something bad all, is going to happen. They're all trying to get yeah, out.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um I have a question. Is mm-hmm. that a real thing in the military or NOM where if you're injured twice you're out? I don't know. Cuz they make it seem like oh you got shot twice you get to go home. Couple of purple I, I hearts. think if you're if you're a casualty meaning not a fatality you're not
1: you're you're injured. You have to at least go to the the medical bay, okay. right? You have to you're going to have time away from war. But they say to him you were shot twice you're going home. Maybe, I don't know. I I don't know enough about it. Charlie Sheen got shot? Charlie Sheen got fucked up. Yeah. Charlie Sheen was in a... Na- First off, I don't think he was shot. I think because he was napalmed and whole, his whole body was burnt, mm-hmm. you can't fight. Mm-hmm. You have to heal. All it's right. Francis he's there with. Francis. Francis. Yeah. Francis yes. stabs himself in the leg to get mm-hmm. home, to go home
0: yeah and it says because they were both wounded twice they can return home people who know this movie like the back of their hands just screaming screaming like at him. us yeah. <laughs> yeah, these fucking idiots Fuck yeah. I never saw it before you know? so I mean we're going off give memory me a too but uh, and then he leaves Charlie Sheen does the voiceover at the end Yeah, famous
1: I, I think that's a really good voiceover because he says and he makes it clear like these two are still fighting for my soul Sometimes mm-hmm. he wants to be Elias. Sometimes he wants to be Barnes. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: it's it's going to be a part of him. You know, he's yeah. taken that with him, and he's seen right. dark shit. Yeah. A couple of things. I think after discussing it, I've come around. I, I think it's great now. It's a great movie,
1: dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great it's, it. It's not your normal war movie. Right. It really is something completely different, and, and I think it, it, it's a great conversation starter, too, where mm-hmm. it, it, you can go into many different types of conversations based off of just this guy's experiences mm-hmm. you know well one best picture yeah so do you think it deserved it? what was it up against
2: good fucking question I, I think the 80s are kind of a weak uh decade for movies how do we feel about uh, that statement right there that's, that's a whole new conversation I thought
0: so yeah. too but
1: that's tough to say nah, I like 80s. Amadeus 80s
2: are good <laughs>
0: shit, man <laughs>
1: should have won best picture did it win best picture I think it did <laughs> did it yeah Should've Amadeus put it
0: like swept everything <laughs>
1: We'll do that. We'll touch upon that one. Of day. course. Oh, we're definitely doing Amadeus. Oh, we got Brian's looking up uh, Oscar lists. Yeah, you Oscar guys talk lists. real quick. Sure. I mean, we can cut stuff out. So what fun. year is that
2: movie? 88? 1987. 87. It's, it's as old as me. Hmm. What was Godfather? Was there an Indiana Jones that year? Mm. What year was Godfather? 73, I believe. 73.
0: Maybe 72. Yeah. They're doing a re-release. Of the Godfather? Of Godfather? Yeah. Yep. They should do a remake of The Godfather. They're doing a show about how The Godfather was made. Is it a Netflix adaptation? If you know what I mean, a dramatic show. A dramatic show about um about Francis Ford Coppola. No, Robert (laughs) Evans, the producer, how he got it made. Like he read the book and like pushed it through. Oh, that's good. That's it's interesting. So these were the best picture nominees in eighty seven. Platoon, Mm -hmm. Children of a Lesser God. That's a big movie. Hannah and Her Sisters. That's a Brian movie. The Mission. (laughs) A Room with a View. I will tell you, I, is, I, I love Hannah and her sisters. How'd you, <laughs> you, know, you know I love that movie? You talk about it all the time. Do I? Yeah,
2: whenever you can bring it up, you this do. This is a wee like, oh, twist. Hannah and her sisters. I love Hannah, I love her sisters. <laughs> That's Brian. That's my impression of Brian. It sounds just like him, don't I? Way, more, <laughs> way more manly than me. I was looking
0: away. I thought he was talking. <laughs> um, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nobody from this movie was nominated for Best Actor.
1: Why, Tom just, why did Brian become Al Pacino? Yeah. <laughs> Hannah.
2: She Tom got a great ass. ass.
1: <laughs> and you got your head all the way up it. Yeah, th- that list is Touch, not-
0: but don't <laughs> taste.
1: That list is taste, not strong.
0: But don't swallow. <laughs> not strong list. Yeah, not th- not the best. Makes sense why they have giving it to Hannah and her sisters. <laughs> <laughs> That's more manly than platoon, right? I can say that.
1: <laughs> yeah, not platoon. Hannah and her sisters. <laughs> so uh, it's like I a guess Chicago
0: beat gangs in New York. Yeah. Um, oh, so I'll tell you a funny you got, thing about this. This movie. Stuff. This movie was shot in the Philippines. Okay. And in order to get the uh, the more realistic dirt. The more realistic look, Oliver Stone had them import dirt from Vietnam because the Vietnam, like, dirt and soil has a certain, like, red Q. tint yeah, to it. Yeah, oh. And he got that dirt and put it down. That's how you know he was making it for veterans to watch. Yeah. yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then another thing that's interesting is when they were filming in Nam... There was actually, not Nam, when they were filming in the Philippines, the current government got overthrown by a dictator as they were filming the movie, and they had to, like, make new bribes and shit to be allowed to film. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. One of our uh, friends, his family is uh, from the Philippines, Mm -hmm. and they were like a rich family in the Philippines. They owned like a lumber company. Mm -hmm. And it probably was this dictator who rose to power Mm -hmm. because it's around the same time. But they were like one of the wealthiest family in the Philippines. And their shit seized. Yep. They had their shit seized completely, and they had to flee. Mm-hmm. They like the the weiss, so they owned like the biggest lumber company in the Philippines, right? Mm-hmm. And they were rich and wealthy, like they owned like a private island, like loaded shit. Wow. And when this dude rose to power, the wife, like she owned like a rival company and was like, Yeah, we're taking this shit. Mm. And they just sold off ass- assets like for peanuts and fled to America. So, uh, w- when was the last time you had seen Platoon? Oh, gotta be like eight nine years
2: ago i have not watched this in a very long
1: time. probably less probably five for me but a long time is this a movie you like to revisit sometimes yeah i I think it's um it's very rewatchable i think you you learn more about it every time you watch you catch little things you missed
0: i could see it getting better on rewatches i liked talking about it with you guys Mm -hmm. um i I don't think it's a bad movie it's just not my style of uh thing that i like what Mm -hmm. would you rate it Out of five, I gave it two and a half stars on Letterboxd. Okay, it's a fine movie. Would you
2: revise that after this conversation?
0: It's tough to (laughs) say. It's tough to say, and I thought about bumping it up, but like I was like, I don't know if I will revisit this. Um, Maybe if it's on TV, maybe I would stop and see what part it's on. But it's just, it's not my really style of thing. It's a—I understand why it's good and why people like it. But as far as what appeals to me, no. Mm-hmm. Like, most of the time I'm watching a goofy horror thing, you know? Like, yeah. I watched The New Texas Chainsaw the other day.
2: What's your favorite Vietnam movie?
0: I was thinking That's about tough. this. That's tough. So... The first half of Full Metal Jacket, well, it's if, the greatest thing if ever. that's its own movie, <laughs> the problem is the second half of that movie.
2: There's nothing wrong with the second half, it's just not as strong as the first. No, mm-hmm.
0: because what can be? Mm-hmm. Um, I really, really dig Apocalypse Now. Mm. That's a fantasy movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know? You know what it is? Again, when I, when you, when I talk about things I like, mm-hmm. it's, he has a clear goal right. that he must do to Lord. accomplish it. You know what I mean? Are you an assassin like <laughs> like that scene is awesome. Like I just like characters have a specific thing they must do.
1: Hmm. Deer Hunter. Oh, that's a good pick. Deer Hunter is a good movie. Deer Hunter is the best movie. That's non-movie. a good pick. That is the best. That's the non movie in my personal opinion.
2: I was going to say I love We Were Soldiers,
1: but I that's, never what, saw that's that. a number 2. That's a straight that's number a great two. movie. Yeah. You yeah. will see it at some point.
0: Uh, I know. <laughs> We're going to end up watching all that oh, shit. We're going to yeah. watch
2: every Mel movie.
1: Everything.
0: Oh, there's going to be so much Gibson. So much Mel.
1: <laughs> You're not going to know what to do with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, gang. Yeah. Another one in the books. But wait, wait, what did you, what do you vote? What, what's your ranking on this one? Out of five. Out of five?
0: No, yeah. on a one to 1968. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would
2: give it a three. I'm giving okay. it a three. How Put many that. dead VCs do you rate this? <laughs> I give this five inoculated arms. That's an <laughs> apocalypse. Number. Yes, I
1: uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing a three. A three 3.5 is, is uh, a solid for me. 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. I don't want to give the four because four is just... Four uh, is like approaching uh, perfect. Yeah. Fi- I don't like five. I like a 10 scale ten scale we can, we can play with it you want to play more with the ten we can yeah. do ten scale he he did the five cuz the letter yeah, media is, his box, his letter box website. thing and i feel like we have to do that now like <laughs>
0: I, I think you guys should and like do your own list and rankings you don't have to write reviews like me i'm just a psycho and i like like chronicling my shit <laughs> but you guys should do it just to chronicle what you watch and read and like you know people that listen For this. can okay. track yeah. who of likes course. what you know i think that's a fun little thing sure Yes, oh,
2: Brian's doodle is... Um, it looks <laughs> I don't like know, it
0: looks like three bees. It's men in
2: the jungle. Yes. And But the three guys, it looks like they're holding him against trees. What they're, is that? They're,
0: it's three guys walking <laughs> through, the through the jungle. Go right.
2: through the jungle. And just so we're clear on this, because I know I talked about this in the last episode, Brian draws doodles to represent every movie on his <laughs> notebook.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: It's, I dis- And Brian's trees are like a four-year-old
0: drew them. I have zero <laughs> <We> have artistic <laughs> ability we, if writing. we're gonna
1: have any social media presence with regarding the show which I assume we will we need pictures of pictures every of the single one of those did you so, do one
0: for the Patriot I did yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me show you so <laughs> I,
2: he drew, he drew oh, the fun. colonial <laughs> flag
1: the did he <laughs> yeah the, the circle yes star. yeah I see
0: <laughs> yeah, brilliant I, I'm not an artist it's just a fun little thing I do as the opening credits yeah. Play, I'm like, oh, I'll do a little doodle to represent the movie, you know? It's just, I don't know. It's fun for me. I like it.
1: I like it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's, um, let's so this. that's
0: it for this one. Uh, you guys yeah. want to say goodbye? Goodbye. Thank you for listening. Uh, I would like to okay. give a big thanks again to Tell em Steve Dave, mm-hmm. Walt Flanagan, Get Them Steve Dave, for letting us record in the General Store. When you're in Hazlitt, New Jersey, make sure you come down and you check out the Tell em Steve Dave Town General do Store. Do they want people just showing up? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Oh, okay. It's it's their store,
1: <laughs> you know? They do, they, do they want people? To sell things? I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know they were selling things. I thought oh, it was just yeah. recording. No, they, sell, they sell merch
0: and it's studio slash store. Oh, okay. Well, so. they sell things, so show up. Show up and buy some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Tell him Rup showed no, sent you. Right. Rup showed you sent you. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so um, follow me on Twitter at Brian Rupert. Uh, also check out Letterboxd. I'm on there as well, Brian Rupert. Uh, you could see the my list, my ranking of every movie. Uh, we will have an email address coming up soon, so you can write us an email. Also, should be noted, the next episode of the show will be a little different. It will not be a movie directly. Uh, we're going to uh, talk about three historical events and announce the next movies we will be doing. So that one is kind of more free-flowing and a bit more fun where we talk about specific historical things or people that interest us, and we will announce the next movie so you guys will have time to watch them to uh, be with us while we're watching them. You know, you you could follow along. Oh, we're doing that?
1: Yeah. It's curveball.
2: No, no, I, I didn't know we were encouraging them to watch along with us, but that's a good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's it for this one, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>